Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dealing with Lifestyle podcast. My name is Fernando Ceballos. And I'm Randy Strag. And welcome to the episode. It's crazy how so many people think they can though. Because I, I run into problems where, you know, I deliver something and it's correct. Yeah. It's just not their way. Right. And it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong. It's just not your way. And yeah. I think that's I think that's the biggest failure a leader can do mm-hmm. is to want to empower their people and then but not actually empower them exactly yeah the right. illusion of empowerment yeah and, and i don't know if this is like a, a a fear like how do i say this like the ish the pop the um, the struggle of letting go yeah i don't know if people are just have too much ownership or they just don't know how to delegate or is it's their perfectionism. I mean, I'm sure it's a combination yeah, of all of them. Or yeah, or some variation of the three. But that makes sense. But but I find that oftentimes working with technical people, it happens to be um, a nature of perfectionism. Mm. Of people wanting to be of them having this definition of what perfect looks like. Yeah. And them wanting to fit that perfect box. That makes sense because I've had bosses. Uh, not necessarily the perfectionist sense, but because it's a different way than what they know works, they're afraid it won't work. Yeah. So it's like, uh, like, you know, talking about a development deal or something. It's like, no, this isn't how I would do it. And I don't know if this actually works, but I know that this will work. So let's go with this. Yeah. Well, it's like two minus one equals one. Right. Versus one plus one equals two. Yeah. Or what I was trying to say. 0.5 0.5 plus 0.5 equals one. Like at the yeah. end of the day, they both equal 0.1. Right. That's just how you went about it. Mm-hmm. And they're both not wrong. No. Um. But but I think that's the biggest thing. Like to your point is they learn a certain way and they want to do it their way, and they just they struggle with that. But I, I mean, I think it was what was it? I think it was Bill Gates who said, um, I hire lazy people because they find the easiest way to do things and the most yeah. efficient. And then uh, I think it was Steve Jobs, something along the lines of, uh, I hire people who are smarter than me or something yeah. like that. Which you totally should. Yeah. And I would say that I'm, by nature, relatively lazy. And because of that, I definitely try to find the easy way to get things done, uh, which has played to my favor and my, you know, and against me to, to an extent. But it, I'm always looking for the fastest and most efficient way to get something done. So about labels for a second, you know, sure. as, as we kind of get closer to wrapping this thing up, yeah. labels in the sense of, um, efficiency, uh-huh. right? So you said the word lazy. Yeah. Do you struggle? Like, so I, I did these, these, um, like disc strengths finders and, uh-huh. um, Myers Briggs and that kind of thing. Yeah. I've, done, with those? I've had to do those. Yeah. Okay. So, Usually all of my results lead me to being identified as an individual who likes macro and big picture items. Mm-hmm. Someone who does not um, prefer detail oriented. Mm-hmm. And so my biggest demise is that these results are being interpreted by my superiors and by my team members. Yeah. And they tend to... Look at the uh, negatives and so not look well, at the positives. That and also like they tend to patronize me to a certain extent mm. because they see it as a competence test. Mm. And like, well, Ferrano doesn't can't do detail. 
Right. And that's not the case. It's not that I can't do detail. It's just I Pref- I lead with macro. Yeah. And then we get into the details because if you think of like if I if I were to put you an example in front of the people that I work with, I'm the most detail oriented individual there. Mm. But my results show that I'm very big picture. Yeah. But because I lead with big picture and then I I thrive in detail, people don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you have you had to deal with negative labels? In that context, um, maybe, but <laughs> maybe I'm just not aware of it. Okay. But I don't think so. Okay. I'm sure that I know that all of my personality tests kind of point to the same direction that I'm pretty um, headstrong <laughs> in doing my doing things my way, um, and kind of leading from from that direction, but. I don't think I've ever heard any like negatives be used as a label against me. Okay. And have you ever had, you know, have to work with people like with, with those labels on them? Not that I can think of. Sounds good. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Cause I've never even like thought of it like that and having those labels. Yeah. Cause that, cause we, we talked about, you know, bringing in people to the happy hour. Right. Yeah. And, I'm sure each one of them has a different strength. For sure. Don't you think those are labels? No. I feel like labels are something people use to quickly categorize other people. And so video games, right? Sure. So we think about the medic, the the sniper. Uh-huh. Those are all labels. Yeah. You don't think you have that for people? No. At all. No. So how do you go about, you know, making people or showing people strengths? Showing people's strengths? Like, again, I'm going to use the word label. Labeling people's strengths. You just look at what they do and how things, you know, what their processes are and how they think about things. And you have to be able to analyze what works and what doesn't work and then try to amplify what does work and make it go even faster and better. Right. But it's not... It's not as like, like I don't look at someone and say, they do this thing. This is their this label. It's like, oh no, that's that's Fernando, whatever. Like, there are a lot of qualities you have, but, but you're still Fernando at the end of the day. So I guess the way I'm asking the question is maybe wrong or necessarily wrong, but it sounds very pessimistic mm. or like a very negative tense. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not using the word label in the negative sense. I'm just using the word label as... No, I get it. Okay. Yeah. It's, I'm it not, doesn't change anything? No. Okay. doesn't change my answer. Okay. I think that... I do think that people tend to label too often, but I think they're just looking for shortcuts. Yeah. I would agree. I think that's the biggest... So... I guess you haven't really had that experience then, right? Because I was going to ask the question, like, have you ever felt like someone labeled you? Like, what was the reason for them to label you, label you so quick? Oh, I can, I did think, I can think of one, people, especially early in my career, were just quick to label me as young, and so, like, I didn't know what I was talking about, and I was like, cool, I'll go find someone who does believe that I know what I'm talking about, and that's kind of how I've done everything I've done. (laughs) I'm just like, well, you don't, I don't care what you think, I'm going to go show you that I can do this thing, and that I do know what I'm doing. Yeah, I think one that has come and bite me in the ass is, is people thinking that I'm a, like I have misdirection, mm. or that I'm lost. 
And so I think that stems from a point of me being too open hmm. and too candid with people. And so me sharing my, um, my ambitions of wanting to do this and this and this and mm-hmm. all of these within my life, within, right. within my life, people see it as, oh, he wants to do everything right now. So he is lost and oh. he has no direction oh. and he has this and he has that. So it's, it sucks sometimes like when you're, you think you're doing a good thing by being honest and open, but mm-hmm. because sometimes people live within this box and back to the point of, of what we were talking about earlier, they see life in uh, in this series is when I'm being open and transparent with them, mm-hmm. they see it as a negative because if they put themselves in, in they put me in their life at their age, mm-hmm. and if I, they would have been given that answer, then that would mean that they were you know lost and confused. Well, let me also frame it from this perspective. You've just weeded out someone you you now know you don't really right. need to deal yeah. with. Which is perfect for me. Yeah. Because it gives me that really understanding of who's on my team and who's not. But at the same time, it also, that dichotomy we talked about last, a few episodes ago, mm. it uh, it gives me the understanding that maybe I am too transparent sometimes. And, I, and, it, and it gives me just a reminder to say, hey, just be very mindful with the way you're sharing things. Because again, yeah. talking about frequencies we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. you have to be mindful of where the person is. Yeah. Because you think you should be open with everyone. And that's, yeah. a, again, a superpower or, or a strength. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you just share too much with someone who's not as uh, emotionally intelligent and as emotionally you know, driven as you are, yeah. they're not going to get it. Well, sure. But that, that I think that's partially on you to make sure that you are capable of understanding the other person you're talking to right so i'm saying yeah Yeah. i think the onus is on you more so than expecting other people to just take you for you who you are exactly you should be like okay i because of how they said this thing or because of the they talked about these things when i asked this question i can interpret i can make an educated guess that they're they have this these types of personality traits so they may or may not be receptive to what i'm going to say so i can choose whether or not i want to tell them certain things yeah i mean you have to have full ownership of that yeah because because again like if if you just assume people are going to get you Mm -hmm. you're being an idiot right um you you have to you have to be able to learn where people are at and if they misunderstand you like you just can't you can't assume that they're the ones not getting it Mm -hmm. right um you know me and brianne talk about this all the time i'm I'm okay let me just hire my voice and let me just say exactly what i just said and maybe she'll get it (laughs) she doesn't get it Right. right. And it's not because she doesn't get it. It's because I'm saying it wrong. Mm-hmm. So I have to be mindful of that and to say, maybe I need to go from about a different way to be able to say what I need to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so many people, they don't take the time to say, you know what? I'm saying the wrong thing. Let, yeah. me, go, let me go from another way. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. And we should all make sure we can we know something well enough to explain it in different ways for different people. And if you don't, say face and move on. Yeah. Similar to what we were talking about earlier on the whole frequency and wavelength. Like, we don't, neither one of us know shit about it, but yeah. we've heard about it. Right. <laughs> so, cool. Well, I think that wraps up our uh, tired uh, episode. Hopefully, it wasn't. Sleepy cast. Hopefully, it wasn't too uh, too much of a rant in circles, <laughs> but hey, we at the end of the day, we got it done. We got it done. And that's the message about this is get your shit done and and move on so we will uh talk to y'all next episode yep see you guys later thanks for listening peace